Welcome back to the basement. Coming out to another chunky lots of the podcast. I'm your host Kevin, as usual. I'm here with Paul, who you may know from this uh, podcast, the man sort of who who dared us to start this podcast. Uh, you're now listening to the 150th episode. 150, 150 fucking episodes, and not only that, you're listening to it on our fifth anniversary. How the fuck did we get to this point, Paul? Uh, I'm still trying to figure that out. Right. It doesn't seem like it's been five years no. and yet. There you go. What are we doing five with our years. lives? Like, what, what Apparently we're spending a lot of time in your basement. Do you know how many hours like we have been on mic? Just you and me? Never mind like all these other people I, that have helped us out along this way. But just you and me, like thousands. Yeah, I don't I don't really want to think about that. Yeah. Um, but I really don't want to think about how much time you've had to spend prepping these things. No, no, no. That, that's uh, no, 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 no. But I, I'm, I'm saying that because we're this is a momentous occasion. We're doing 150. This is sure. five years right here. I roll in here, record some stuff on a microphone, eat a couple, yeah, you know, you eat a little bit, little drink some let's, beers. Let's, let's like, so, so from the start of this, uh, you remember the first one, or maybe you don't. I, I don't I, know. I, I, what did we? What did we even review on the first? Fuck one? if I know. Yeah, the archives will tell us. It was called the launch. I know that. Oh no. Yeah, it was about Boston. <laughs> there, there was some Boston up in there. Um, and uh, yeah, we just sort of sat in the basement and fucking like talked. And now we're doing this. Now we're we're talking to rock stars. We're doing all sorts of weird shit. Like seriously. Well, you're not talking to rock stars. You should talk to rock stars. I don't know. I, I like talking about rock stars and not to rock stars. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, Eduardo's sitting here. How, how do you future birds? You got it. Yeah. 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 That was. Um, can, you, can you tell them? It feels good. So so yeah, it's it's great. It actually it it it, it gives you a whole. Sense of responsibility over how you use your words, um, <laughs> which is which is which is good and bad. Although Paul, probably in your case, it might be mostly good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I can't believe I I, sh- I shouldn't be down here while you guys are doing. This. No, 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 And I certainly shouldn't be talking shit to Paul. Um, no, uh, you absolutely yeah. should be talking shit to Paul. <laughs> I think Kevin kicks anybody out who doesn't talk shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, wow, um, okay, I'm safe. How how you see this going, Paul? Going forward, I you know what? I'll keep doing it as long as you want to yeah. keep recording them. So yeah, it's I, I weird. It's, like, good. it's fun. You've made threats. <laughs> like yeah, we yeah. just won't stop because we're stupid. I don't know if we're stupid. I mean, look, I'll tell you, this is fun. I, I I love listening to music, but this is what keeps me listening to new music consistently. Right. I think it's really really easy because of the volume that's out there to just slide back into your old favorites. Yeah, and not. And think that there's nothing good out there or that there's, you know, the one or two things that will push through your shell every year are enough. And having to prep for uh, this podcast and, you know, try to keep up with your voracious listening (laughs) habits um, has introduced me to a lot of stuff that I wouldn't have otherwise heard. Uh, Some of it good. A lot of it uh, 70s influence. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's going to be a separate podcast coming. Like oh, it's a no. whole podcast network, one per decade. We're we're gonna stop with the seventies and eighties, but uh, yeah, it, Wait, it, we're gonna stop before we get to the best decade, the seventies, the nineties, the seventies, the nineties, seventies. <laughs> I, 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 I something's wrong with the mic here. I mean, can you, are you hearing things funny, Eduardo? I'm, I'm hearing you both saying eighties. Yes. So. Yeah. All right. All right. That's very good. Um, yeah. It, it's. Uh, yeah, we're, uh, we are on the eve of this, this new apocalypse here, uh, and I. The only thing I hope, because we will keep doing it, we we really will keep doing it because it's fun for us. The only thing I hope is that it's fun for people listening, and if it's not, then you know maybe at some point uh, we'll be like, well, that's that's sad, and and we'll probably ignore that, and <laughs> keep on going. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I. I am amazed at uh, all the people, uh, just all the work that everybody has done. Like, it's work to come down here. You know, now we're doing, like, two at once. It's, like, fucking, you know, it's a thing. And and it's not a thing I think that you can, a lot of people would get in their head and be like, maybe I should do this. And yet, somehow, we have uh, continued to keep on keeping on. So... Congrats, guys. Yeah, maybe yeah. we'll have a party at like s- seven. That's at, a, 
at seven six. seven years. Yeah. Okay. Six. Sure. I don't know. The thing is, you have a party. Uh, you just have a party. Yeah. I mean, we'll have a party at at podcast number one hundred eighty three. I don't know. Okay. So who cares? Okay. Party's right. a party. We have yeah. a good time. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. All right. So um, wanted to get that out of the way. Uh, your podcast this week. Uh, we are going to be talking about uh, some SoundCloud action, which I accidentally put in the week's show notes from uh, the previous one. Ooh. Found that earlier. <laughs> uh, Universal, the, them getting their deals together. And right. also, I think, uh, an album that uh, honestly is a little appropriate, uh, Cactus Blossoms. Little Everly Brothers, little Leuven Brothers uh, that I quite liked. But uh, that's spoiling things. So, uh yeah, thank you guys for listening. More importantly, thank you guys for doing this. And we, thank uh, you. and yeah, thank uh, you. Hope, hope everybody's enjoyed it. So here you go. Episode number 150 of Chunky Glass of the Podcast, where we're talking about the cactus blossoms you're dreaming. Okay. It comes here, and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man leaves. Merely a two word review, just a shit sandwich. I will roll the record up in the next That right there is a logical fallacy. I love you. 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 Welcome back yet again. Nothing ever changes, gentlemen. Nothing ever changes. Except the intro just, is a little bit different it now. Might, Did, you it added might a couple be. of. You don't know. Yeah. Okay. This is, you know, we yeah. just end up in this basement. <laughs> we have two beverages. There's cats, cats yelling at each other, just like the last time we did this. It feels like it was just like, yes, not even yesterday, really. Like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> um,. Back to our, our new second edition of Jingles Podcast this week. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed the tortoise or not. We'll see. Uh, this week, uh, this is actually, uh, I, I will probably be repeating myself because I'll probably say this in the intro. This is our 150th fucking episode. Woo! Uh, we S- will. Sesquicentennial, right? So, did you just right? say a word? Sesquicentennial? Yeah. Does that mean 150th? Yeah, sure. Anniversary? Sure. Let's find out. Where's my... We're going to ask the Googles let's, while, let's while, get a, uh, while Kevin talks. Let's, let's wait. <laughs> let's wait while we look stuff up. Can, can you guys turn Silence. on... Silence. Can you guys turn on the typing sound yeah, on so your you keyboards? The... <laughs> uh, no. So, uh, you know, we're speeding things up and whatnot. Uh, this week we have a uh, album. Susquicentennial is correct. All right. So Susquicentennial. We're there. Uh, we, we have an album that uh, is... And there, and there they go. Intense. Um, this week we're going to be talking about an album, uh, a bunch of brothers from uh, Minnesota, which is again your neck of the woods. I am from North Dakota, yeah. Saint Paul, Minneapolis. About f- f- well, depending on who's driving, between four and six hours from my hometown. And yet your vowels are not uh, nearly as flattened. as I they used to be. say fire and choir <laughs> in college, and my roommate from New York made. Endless fun of me. No, so uh, it, um, smo- me. smoking or non? No. <laughs> <laughs> How do you guys say iron? I, I, iron? Iron? Iron. Yeah. How about uh, yeah, boat and coat? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that, that proves your uh, fire choir. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be talking about the Cactus Blossoms this week. Uh, put out, or they're about to come out with a uh, their debut album, You're Dreaming. And uh, should, you should say who was down here. I don't think you've said it yet. What? Go Patrick and Eduardo and Kevin. No, I mean, I think they know. Oh, all right. I think they know. They know. This is going to be the most heavily edited intro ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the cats are fighting upstairs. All is good with the world. Uh, we're going to be talking about cactus blossoms. Before we get to that, uh, you know, we, we've had, uh, we talked about all songs last week. Had a very serious thing you know, the week before. Uh, now we can get back into the shit. Uh, we're talking about SoundCloud. Uh, they are striving to be your next streaming service. Uh, 
and they are securing deals just like every other streaming service. So they just recently secured Universal, uh, which is kind of a big deal because they sort of have most everything, right? So they're missing Sony at this Sony. point? They're missing that, Sony. Yeah. Okay. What this means is, and this is this is my understanding of SoundCloud. I, I have a, you know, I run a music blog. Uh, I hadn't heard. Yeah. So how we post tracks, because copyright law is sort of whack on this point, uh, we have to wait for somebody else to post them. We absolutely have the ability to post a track. Like I can, I can, I can put third stage the whole album up all over the place, all over the site. Like you click on something, you think you're getting a link, you're getting third stage. But uh, we can't do that because we will get destroyed in court. We will get taken down. We will get sued. Um, so lawyers are the worst. Yeah, <laughs> and so uh, so we rely on on services like SoundCloud and to a lesser extent Bandcamp. SoundCloud because. They actually figured out, like, hey, if we make this visually pleasing, that uh, people will post it everywhere. And they did. I mean, it has been the driving force in, in blogs mm-hmm. for what? Like, I don't know how long, how long has SoundCloud been along. At least five years. Yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying to remember. Like, it's, it's probably somewhere in that five to eight year range yeah. or something. Yeah. So... It has also been a, a, a sort of a haven for DJs, a haven mm-hmm. for uh, independent musicians. Y- you can pay to have an account. This is a foreign company, by the way. This is uh, I forget where they're based, but uh, maybe Belgium, but uh, not fact space. We're okay. Also, also a haven for really bad commenters, and that feature <laughs> yeah, where yeah, the comment yeah. pops up when when yeah. like when the beat drops, and they say, "Yo, this beat's so sick," or something like that. Uh, like and to go to the the DJ point, uh, my main issue with SoundCloud, not that this is where we're going, mm-hmm. is so many remixes. I just want to hear the song, but, but maybe you have to remix it to get it away from the original. That is a culture, Patrick, that you and I do not belong to. But other people do. Ooh, check and, your privilege, Patrick. And and that yeah, and that and that is <laughs> what are you, what are you, PC principal? And 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 that is why that 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 is why uh, like the the sort of sanctity of SoundCloud up until this point has been like people can do that. Well, and it's not that I don't like a good remix, but right. I like a good remix. Okay, yeah. yeah, but if if you're making the stuff on your so. To back it up a little, we saw the explosion of being able to make stuff on your laptop. Anybody can do anything. That's magical. Uh, we've said this over and over. SoundCloud was like, you can now upload it so everybody can hear it, and you can send it out to everybody. We get approximately, like, I'd say 35% of that traffic in my emails, and it is bad. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, the fact that they can get it there and 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 have nothing, they have no like recording budget, they have no publicist, they have nothing, and they can get it to us is fucking magical. Mm-hmm. But now, SoundCloud is trying to legitimize that because what you had on there, they had the algorithms that, like, as we said uh, two podcasts ago, yeah, they can't upload hollow notes. I can't do that. Like, I want to make right. a, I want to make a play, I want to make a playlist look good on the site, but I can't do it. Because all of a sudden these sites are going to sue, or these companies are going to sue, and now uh, as we as we steer into this new frontier of streaming music, like they are making the deals that makes uh, makes them more like Spotify, more like Title, uh, sort of what we were talking about and what we've talked about for the past year is is how fractured is this going to get. Mm. To my mind, um, and, and we're going to have a link in the uh, in the show notes with a lot more information on this. I mean, there's not a lot to it. Uh, they have the rights. They negotiated all the rights, the same thing as the mechanical rights, supposedly. Uh, and soon, this may operate exactly like those services. So, uh, to 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 pull the basic, uh, you know, psychologist move. How, how does that make you feel? <laughs> Well, this is obviously going to accelerate this, the potential like fragmenting of the streaming market where yeah. um, 
where like a lot of us have uh, a lot of us might subscribe to Netflix and also do Hulu or Amazon Prime or something like you're just not going to be able to um, presumably at some point, like if I were a streaming service, I would want to differentiate myself from the competition. And the way to do that is to have something that's exclusive to me. Um, and so, so it's understandable that, that that's going to happen. Um, but I think the, I think the bigger story is, is probably that, um, one thing that, that listening to this podcast has really impressed on me for, for young musicians is that there's another way to do business and Mm -hmm. that the current streaming model is still very much tied to the, you know, it's, it's almost, it's it's the last gasp of a dying model. Mm -hmm. And hopefully we we're we're well past like day zero being the date when like artists actually own what they produce and they're not subservient to to this so for the legacy stuff you know i think i think i think we're very much going to be um tied into um this competition i think soundcloud is coming late to the game i don't I don't, yeah. I can't like, like a, a little bit, my wife likes Apple music. So we have a family plan there. I like Spotify. I have a, a plan that I stream all day at work. So I actually subscribe to two streaming services. There's, there is zero, there is zero percent chance that I will ever add a third service to that. So if an artist is not on either one of those, I'm just not going to stream their stuff. Right. And, and so if, if, if that's what the SoundCloud deal means, it just means that like, I won't hear the artists who are on SoundCloud unless they're Kanye, whose stuff I will buy in perpetuity. So, right. I mean, you know, Patrick, do you see this as like a big market, potential market share for artists? I mean, and it's funny you mentioned Kanye because he has now embraced this and like right. put out stuff on the, on SoundCloud. And they have to guarantee that like artists, like they, like in some sense, like, I think the reason that artists like SoundCloud is that they were able to basically post their latest track and then remove stuff they didn't want on there. So you could yeah. you could drop like a freestyle or just like a demo. Like, isn't this is, wasn't this the the Father John Misty uh, well, he, he trolling just, he track? Just, he just did uh, fake Pandora promos. Oh. There were like Father John Misty. Yeah, and then he did like he made fun of what Pandora. I listened to one the other day. Um, you you can actually order it on cassette. No shit. Uh, I didn't know that. So, no. but but obviously SoundCloud but his, has to change. Wait, his something. cover of the uh, of the uh, Taylor Swift "Welcome to New York" is also on SoundCloud. I don't know if it's anywhere else. Yeah. Anyway, um, so right now I think the reason that some artists like it is because it allows them to sort of post uh, to. Uh, to post their their latest thing and to remove things that they don't want. Right. And if if I'm going to be a paid subscriber to a SoundCloud service, obviously like I need some assurance that the things that I want are going to be there and that the artist can't just decide to remove their latest album because it it's not consistent with who, who, who is other than people who want to post their own recordings. Who's paying for SoundCloud? <laughs> well, I mean it's an interesting question. So, uh, podcasts in general are uh, th- there's a, there's yes. a there's a very big distribution network. A lot of people do podcasts. I don't know why you would do that, and I, and I also don't. Um, uh, well, can we cut back just for a second to uh, someone who uses Spotify and has seen? Well, technically, I guess I'm using Apple Music on my phone a little bit. Yeah, I don't know if I am or not. Uh, to me, SoundCloud right now looks like the hype machine. Yeah, in it, about looked in about like oh seven oh eight. It's just like links. Which we're, we're on a hype machine. Yeah, to a, links to a blog that's posted something, and you can go here and listen to yeah. it, and it's like trending. And or you know, like you can like I follow on SoundCloud. I follow like Bloodshot Records. So when they post the new uh, Freak Water right. starring Frazy Ford, uh, song, yeah. <laughs> it will pop up my SoundCloud stream. So, and who doesn't love Frazy Ford? But the um, but that's kind of how it reads as someone who's been around long enough to have seen different iterations of things. Mm-hmm. It, it reads like old Hype Machine, a little more organized. Yeah. Uh, like Hype Machine had a baby with Twitter or something. I, I mean, I, I think the potential for that, and, and their hearts were in the right place when they started it. They never, I don't think they ever intended to like have to go down this route. Right. Uh, because because really, uh, what you're talking about is here's the technology. Right. Guys, I know you're doing all this down here on the laptop. Let's put it up in space. That 
that's the whole thing behind SoundCloud. But they can't do that anymore. And so now, and and it is the is the last unsoiled uh, land, if you will. Uh, and and so it'll be interesting because uh, while we don't like remixes, like all those are going to go away, right? Right, necessarily. Like they, right, like there, well, is, there is no. Po- so what? What has to happen is they have to get the mechanical licenses. They right. have to get all these. Otherwise, like they have no distribution. I, I still haven't heard anyone here saying that they're thirsting for a subscription service from SoundCloud. No, and, no, and I'm maybe not, I'm not going to pay. I'll listen to ads on SoundCloud. Yeah. I'm not going to pay. Yeah. So, so maybe we're the wrong audience because because I know that it is popular with, um, like particularly in hip hop, yeah, um, right. It's a yeah. it's an it's a it's a great way to sort of I just listened to the Wale uh, Powerball freestyle yeah. because it was yeah. fresh <laughs> and and topical and uh, and that's where it got published. Um, it's still SoundCloud still seems like uh, kind of an. An unfortunate uh, distribution channel for those things, and 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 it's and it's I, I it's hard to believe that there isn't a better way that's more artist friendly for those tracks to come out. Um, and so I, I just I just don't like I don't know who's backing SoundCloud. I don't know. Um, I have I have a hard time like like I would take like a bourbon uh, bottle challenge oh, uh, Apple Music or something about no oh boy because it just doesn't doesn't seem like there's there's a lot. Are you saying you're willing to wager? Well, I can't wager for anything of value, but you're willing to wager something that suit a, you're wearing a, a bottle <laughs> a bottle to be named later that SoundCloud will be out of business in a year? Where are you headed? No, I don't, I don't, I don't think they'll be out of business. I just, I just, I, I, because, because I think they're doing this because they're set up to be funded for some number of years and then right. bought. and to presumably survive right. some epic streaming showdown Someone's and be a viable third party candidate. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. The epic streaming showdown. They, they feel they have some stake in the game. They don't. Right. But, but, but <laughs> right. listen, they, when I was here for the end of the year thing, yeah. young Quinn who is the youngest among us, Sure, 22, 23, whatever he is, said, I'm Old starting soul, to use SoundCloud more and more and more because... But he, he's using that because, uh, again, of the way bands hire PR to post stuff to. I mean, right. it, it, it becomes accessible, then all of a sudden it's not. I mean, I, 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 again, and I've talked about this on a podcast. Uh, as a publisher, it's disconcerting that like I can... I mean, we just relaunched trackings. Let's put it. We're, we're going to be writing about songs again. Huzzah. And maybe you are. Yeah. <laughs> no, just Justin. It's, it's just going to be Justin. Um, and uh, it's disconcerting to know that, like, as say, I, I intend to keep this open in perpetuity. Like, the content will always be there. That somewhere, some somebody can just decide we're cutting that off, and then all of a sudden it's gone. Yeah. That actually happened with uh, RDO and our AV Club. Right. All those links got lost, right? Because that's a how A lot they, of our... Uh, yeah. In fact, if you look at our 2014 best of, I hacked a bunch of RDO embeds and made it look pretty, and it's fucking toast. Uh, so, yeah, I mean... Uh, it's a little hard to know what to rely on maybe is the end of this. Yeah. And it's certainly as compared to other services, it's a little hard to rely on SoundCloud for a lot of reasons right now, even though they've got universal now. That's mm-hmm. my takeaway. Yeah. Well, if they get Sony, then they're going to get into the market and then we're all, uh, it's a whole different weird conversation. I, I look I, out, look out title. Yeah. They're I'm, coming for you. <laughs> watch your back. Jay Z. I, I think a stiff breeze can come for title <laughs> um, at this point. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, streaming wars have begun. These have, uh, whatever. I, it, it, yeah, it, I don't understand it. I don't understand why they would go for it. It's sort of a sad thing. Uh, I guess the gist of this, which we will be talking about later in the year, is like, Somebody get in there and fix the fucking copyright law, please. Maybe Congress will. Maybe. 
Oh, no. Edward. Oh, the, young, there Edward. Yeah, yeah, I know. If only we had. Yeah, I know. We need. If we, only need we, we need. We uh, need Andy, uh, Paul's <laughs> brother, back there. <laughs> right, right. We need the. Uh, yeah, yep. Um, that's not gonna happen. But uh, yeah. So, you guys want to talk about some country? Let's get country. All right, here you go. Cactus blossoms. Stop like kissing. What I want from you. Crosswalk, eastbound, small talk. You know what's on my mind. I loosened up my seatbelt, made feel the heart fail. Kissing time till the don't walk sign. Stop like kissing, telling you it's true. Stop like kissing, you drive away my blues. Well, the sky got dark. Right, uh, that was the track Stop Like Kisses from the uh, brother duo of Paige Berkham and Jack Torrey, uh, otherwise known as the Cactus Blossoms. Uh, their debut album is called You're Dreaming. Uh, they're from St. Paul, Minnesota, or, or Minneapolis. I couldn't. couldn't no, really... St. Paul's different than Minneapolis. Yeah, but it's a river dividing them. But I feel like the okay. So, but are they twin close? cities? Oh yeah. no, that's the Twin Cities. Okay, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Yeah, yeah. We're down here in the south. Oh man, they're, they're we got to get you up to Minnesota. Yeah, they're both the red star of the Midwest, right? Yes. Sure. <laughs> uh, you might have noticed that sound harkens back to a classic folk country sound. Uh, if you're thinking Leuven Brothers, Everly Brothers, uh, mm-hmm. I think I'd throw in a lot of Buddy Holly. Uh, you'd be right. Yeah. yeah. You'd be right. Uh, uh, if if their story, uh, as pitched to us, is to be believed, start off basically practicing in public. They had a, they had a gig at a place called the Turf Club. Uh, in St. Paul, mm-hmm. uh, they would regularly work out songs uh, in their weekly gig, whether they knew them or not. They they would just go and be like, we need to play songs. We need to. sometimes it'd be like songs they wrote. Sometimes it'd be songs, old school songs, and they and they learn these things. Uh, this is all very attractive to me as a, as a lover of music, like how you should do it, uh, which is why we're talking about them actually. Um, but you know that actually sort of makes them just a party band, the house band, like in some respects. But then. We have this album produced by J.D. McPherson. Yay. And, uh, and comes out, and it does, in fact, uh, recall a time uh, where, uh, not just a time, like a way we have, we have, we don't make records this way so much that sound this perfect. So uh, uh, I, will, I, I will say they have the brother advantage. There is, there is a genetic <laughs> advantage inherent in case any of you don't know about physiology uh that if you are a sibling and you try to sing with your sibling uh you will sound good you'll sound really fucking good uh and thus has been the basis of a lot of country music so uh rather than Eduardo, i think patrick oh boy yeah um <clears throat> you know one of the first comments you you mentioned to me about this Uh-oh. had to do with whiskey so oh. <laughs> well, I feel like there's a couple of old school Leuven lonely you got dumped country bar songs <laughs> like Powder Blue. Powder Blue is probably the biggest drinking whiskey alone by yourself song on the album. Mississippi, Queen of the Mall, maybe. Um it's it's mm-hmm. it's got all the bells and whistles of like a nice uh, modern country album, and by nice I mean not modern commercial country. I mean like hearkening back to the stuff that was actually good. Is it? Would you, would you put it as in country or folk? Or would I put it in? Yeah. Because I, I I think of this as folk, not not country at all. But I just really sounds so much like the Lubin Brothers to me. Maybe country and western. I, right. I guess that's yeah. Country and western. Country politan. Yeah. Oh boy! No, that, no, that, that's Dale Watson. There's no strings. That was a Sex in the City episode, wasn't it? Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, so the, uh, I think to me it sounds. Um, I like the way this sounds. Uh, 
I like, um, I really like the way this was recorded. I like the harmonies. I agree with you about the brother thing. Um, I think the simplicity of it is awesome. I think these are original songs, although I think they borrow heavily from the Leuven brothers. <laughs> it sort of feels like, it's Everly, when I listen to this album, I'm like- Are they going like, to get taken down off SoundCloud? I don't know. When I listen to this song, I feel like it's, you remember the Shot for Shot remake of Psycho starring Vince Vaughn <laughs> yep. that uh, Jonathan Demi did? Which I actually enjoyed. So did I. Guess what? That's kind of what this is. Like, right. uh, I think my only reservations about this relate to originality and do they actually have something to say, which just goes to your party band comment. Like, yeah. it's so on point in terms of uh, sounding like the Leuven Brothers, and I can't. You can bring in any other reference you want. It sounds exactly like the Leuven Brothers that I, I don't know sometimes what to do with it. And I do like some of the songs a lot, but like I'm astonished that they wrote them. And when I realized they wrote them, I I sort of think, well, they just turned on the Leuven Brothers and started writing. And it just sounded like that because that's what they've been playing for however many years. So I'm a little conflicted about this album. I really like the way it sounds. Mm -hmm. I like what it stands for. I like how it was recorded. I just don't know if this is like driving anything forward in the history of music. Not that it has to, but back, back to what we were talking about on the previous oh episode. Uh, it doesn't have to, which I'll pitch that to Eduardo. Well, I think, yeah, uh, I think that's absolutely right. It doesn't have to. Um, even though um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little bit ahead of us here because um, I think this album there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of positives on this album. There's a lot of good things happening here. And this is a really promising start. Um, and I don't, and that sounds condescending and who the fuck am I? I'm yeah. not a musician. Screw right? you, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Thank you. Screw me. Um, there are, there are some really standout tracks on this. Mm -hmm. Um, Throughout the album, the musicianship that um, those like otherworldly harmonies, the Everly Brothers, sort of you know mm -hmm. that there's you hear a lot here. There's there's uh, some Roy Orbison every now and then. Um, I get a little bit of like a Graham Parsons Flying Burrito Brothers thing um, coming out on certain tracks. It's it's really just a just a a fantastic, um, well done album. Um, the the where it where it comes up a little bit short for me is the uh, the word I keep coming back to is that it's just a little bit chaste. Like there's this it, these yeah. are these are songs yeah, about like dangerous. These are songs about holding hands and like stoplight kisses. Like you're driving somewhere and you're kissing at the stoplight. Like what what uh, what do you say in the 2016 equivalent of that is? I think I think adults can go fuck. <laughs> is the <laughs> is is is. <laughs> What happens, uh, and yeah. so I was told there would be no sexual references during the podcast. Uh, that was, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. We, we got uh, a new rating, Pat. You were yeah. you were lied to. <laughs> no, I, I just think that 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 some of these songs, um, they they hint at a little bit of danger, a little bit of darkness. I could use a little bit more of that. That's that's what I love so, so if much. Instead, about, if it was stop like kisses, is do you want to come over to my house and get past and chill, blow get, some rails, get past, get past, <laughs> get, get past my parents' uh, porn blocker and watch some porn and make out, sort of, or have sex? Would that be okay? Because the assuming, songs are always about youth. Assuming that's what kids do, then, I have no then, idea then, what then, kids yes. do. Uh, yeah. No, no. I mean, I mean, I think that I think that. Um, you know, we'll hear we'll hear some songs that get at some real yeah. um, uh, kind of universal truths later. There's there's this there's this. Um, it's not like they're like it's not like Graham Parsons didn't figure out a way to sing about adult complicated right. things in this or genre. any great songwriters, right? Look, like like everything everything so, in the metaphor, if it involves a boy and a girl, is, right. is about fucking. Like every song is about that, correct? right? Yeah. Right. Except, yes. except, except the stoplight. The the, the stoplight kisses are a little bit literal, <laughs> and yeah. and there's and there and and like well, the even change your ways or die. Yeah, which we sort of emailed about. Yeah, the guy says change your ways or die, but then he never tells them. Right. There's thing. It's like <laughs> right. a big tease. The yeah. whole song is a big tease. Which which I, which 
which I think is okay because it's because it's a song that that sort of fits right. into a tradition like um, that I like, which is of 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 music being a precursor to a greater truth. The tradition of music that I don't like is pretending that people just want to hold hands. When in fact, young people Hank, Hank want Williams, to get it. Hank, <laughs> Hank Williams the first is way more dangerous than what's going on here. Yeah, that's like and like and like even the song that that like there's a song that mentions like taking out a cigarette or like having Ooh. a drink and like it doesn't feel like the song is like it doesn't feel like there's an actual cigarette in that in that song. It's not Tom Waits, right? Yeah. Right, like when he stirs his brandy with a nail you know there's like a nail involved right so like um and and that's and 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 i'm actually leading with kind of a negative here i think i think there there are so many really um pleasing and rewarding things about this album um and i think it's well worth listening to um over and over again it it's it's it just just where it where it like where I'm, I'm looking for more. I guess is that I'm, I'm thinking of this as like their like very early career. You know, Beatles, Bee Gees. Like mm-hmm. these are just boy girl songs, and and there's something really exciting coming in the future. Possibly, I hope. Let's let's hear a uh, let's hear a track right now. Uh, I think what we decided on was uh, change your ways or die. Ooh, is yeah, that it? let's do it. Or her bank better make your home in a higher place. For if you stay down by the sand, you'll be washed away to another land. And when the mountains swim in the sea, look around, you won't find me. In the end, What's done is done If you hear it come You won't have to run You've got to change your ways or die If you listen now I'll tell you why The buffalo is here to stay When the river changes, so does the map. You've got to change your ways of die. If you listen now, I'll tell you why. Chance run away with me. A sip of whiskey gets your toes wet. If you dive too deep, you'll get caught in the net. Love and fire burn to the cold. I thought as I walked by the corner store. All right, so uh, Cactus Blossoms. Got a little change your ways or die. Um, that hits every single like synapse, this thing that it needs to hit for the classic sound uh, of everything. Like like we we said, Leuven Brothers, Everly Brothers. Uh, 
they've got their shit on lockdown. Yeah. And they and they should rightly be featured in like some Dave David Lynch like you know they like if if like uh if yeah. if if Wild at Heart ever gets remade, like the entire soundtrack should just be. Are you advocating for that? Or even, yeah, uh, sure. or sure. even yeah, in sure. uh, Mulholland Drive, where they go talk to the rodeo guy, who's yeah. not really an actor, right. which is a great scene. Yeah. That should be. This is sort of like uh, you know we were talking about the uh, NPR thing, like how how does this how is this not there? Now? How did this escape NPR? Well, I, I don't right. think it has quite yet, and and, and I think uh, this is. A band we we covered a while back, uh, Milk Carton Kids, who were phenomenal. And in fact, I remember I, I sent an email to um, to the press office at uh, Newport and said, "Hey, you guys, you need them. You need to get a year and a half before they got there." So, um, and it had nothing to do with that, but you could see that thing. But but to your chase point, like it's a good like sort of contrast. Uh, Milk Curtain Kids come out in their dialogue between songs. It's like, nah, it's a nice guys. And they, they're funny. And they, and they got jokes. Uh, so I, that may be what makes or breaks these guys. Because uh, while I enjoy, I, I sonically, I, I would absolutely enjoy this show. This would be right. perfect. Right. But if you're going down the whole route, the whole line of what the old school country show was, you have to play this part. And you have to play the part of like the chased person like touring. The chased person. Interesting. But you have to flirt at the same time. Well you do flirt That's a little. the Johnny Cash yes. thing. Yes. Right. Yeah. But yeah. but the only person who can do that is who? Me and Johnny Cash. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh I think Johnny Cash disagrees, but, <laughs> but, but, so it puts them in an interesting position because, like, right now, I mean, the album is kind of like killer. Yeah. Like, and, and this is, I'm, I'm having a hard time with this because, um, it's a really, it's a really good album. And so when I'm wearing my, like, I have to distill the way I feel about something down into what fits into this podcast and, uh, which I'm not, which is not a constraint. I'm right. not, not bitching about that. I'm just right. saying like, I just have to say like, I really think that I really hope that their jump between this album and the next album is as big as Gillian Welch and David Rowling's between, but what do you um, see between doing? revival and what do you, Helen what do you see that jump as? Like, well, so um, Peter Rowan, yeah, Peter Rowan is a is a guy I think they should talk to. Um, yeah, I think For I sure. think I think they should hang out with Lyle Lovett. I think they yeah. should. I think they should <laughs> learn from Lyle Lovett. Should how they talk to, to the Lumineers? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think what they need to talk to Lyle Lovett about is the following: When I sing about a cup of coffee, how do I make people believe that it's actually a cup of coffee? Because that's yeah. what Lyle Lovett does. He has all these throwaway songs that are about breakfast or North just Dakota. North Dakota. The boys from North Dakota, right? Um, and 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 it's a it's a trick of like of like making generalizations and abstract things feel very concrete. Yeah, it's 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 the hardest thing in songwriting, and a lot of people do it well and they do it cheaply. <laughs> And they overdo it. Yeah. And and these guys are so close. And so, like, I hate to dismiss this album and to say that, like, it's a precursor to their next album. This is a good album. This is an album worth listening to. Um, I, I really hope their next album is, like, just a fucking motherfucker of an album, to right. borrow a phrase from Kevin. So, right. so Patrick, where are you going to land? Uh, well, I can't, uh, I don't think I can pass cause I like how it sounds too much, but I also don't think I can buy because that would mean it goes in the same stereo shelf as Marvin Gaye. And I don't think yeah. these guys are I Marvin I mean, does Gaye. it mean, I mean, is, is Marvin Gaye the only thing in that shelf? No, but that's part of my problem with our there's rating some, system. There's some, like, there's some Dylan too. When, yeah. There's like a whole <laughs> bunch of Dylan and Wilco and some stones and there's like, you know, but what I'm saying is. If I'm buying it, it means forever and ever, all time. I love you. I'll never break up with you. And I don't know there that we're there yet. So I am gonna have to say stream on the 
high to low end of the stream, you know, in contrast to the last album we reviewed, which was the... Uh, tortoise. Tortoise. The Tortoise. Um, I don't think I'm going to use too many of these songs on a mix. On the other hand, this could be something that driving driving to some part of Virginia to run an errand that takes 45 minutes, I might just pop this on because it's kind of a mood. You know well, what I mean? And that's... Let me ask you. I have to say stream... Counselor? Yes. Let me ask you. Yeah, go ahead. Uh... Would you? Yes, Your Honor. You use any of these songs to uh, facilitate the romanticification purposes of can an I, evening? Ob- objection! I, objection! <laughs> on personal grounds. Can I? Can I plead the fifth? Oh no, I'm just kidding. Uh, n- not so much. None. No, I don't no. think so. It's not. Nah, that's a whole. You don't. What are we? I can't answer that. The um. I have a mom bur- Joke brewing. Oh, okay. Not, no. uh, but I think the larger issue for me is it's really hard to do what they've done here mm-hmm. to create something that is so on point in terms of old school country that people who like Hank Williams the first, who like the Leuven brothers, who like the Everly brothers are like, this sounds great. It's hard to do and nobody really cares in the mainstream. They've this done is- it. I, the the issue I have is like I don't know that it it sort of doesn't matter yet like until they do something that adds to that and that's where I am having an issue with like what am I going to do with this album I'm it's I think you're frustrated by it in this in a, the same or similar way Eduardo is that it, I don't. I don't have a lot of emotion when I listen to this album. It just yeah. makes me want to like drink yeah. whiskey and yeah. hang out with people I like, and, or by myself. And, and, and I feel too. This is, uh, and I hate this fallback, but like, this may depend on the live experience. Mm. If they, if they, which, if they come which, to town, which I'm sure is excellent. I'm sure I would, it's good. I would, I would yeah. love to see these guys live. Yeah, like yeah. But there's also like, well, yeah, there are other bands that are able to ape older sounds that don't get this much traction, even as much as these guys have gotten. So I, I don't think they've gotten they much. I don't think they've actually gotten much. They traction. haven't yet, but they're going and to get I some. And, I, and yeah. I would argue that there's not a lot of bands that can do this. Not as, but, do, but don't, but don't you think Patrick that like, this is my, f- wow. You, you said my name. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Dylan, ahead, Dil- Dylan van. It's Bob Dylan. Yeah. Oh, six, nine. Yeah, sure. Bowie lover, uh, no, don't don't you think don't you think that that this is exactly the kind of sound that like would have been playing in Hibbing, Minnesota, that would have driven? Oh no, please, it sounds you know what I mean? so like, much like the Leuven Brothers. Although the things, eh, I'm not the wrong, look, I'm the wrong person to ask. The things that made Bob Dylan and frankly David Bowie who they were and dare and let them dare to be great. Most of it's Little Richard, like it is. You read the interviews, read the books. Both of them are like Little Richard, Little Richard, Little Richard. So that's a different conversation. But I do think that as much as Dylan was influenced by Hank Williams and the Leuven brothers later and would have loved them, he would have liked the sound of this for sure. It's so I think I right. think, I think so he likes the sound of it right now. Yeah, I'm sure I, think, yeah. I think I think the, the, the sort of old timey sound that he seeks through his yeah. like if you hear no. hear his XM radio shows or whatever, like he he is in love with modern yeah. bands recreating that old timey sound. I think this is right up his alley. Yeah, the powder milk biscuit um, hour. Absolutely. Yeah, it's right, right. it's totally on point. It's just like it's shameful that it took Greg Brown. <laughs> right. I don't know. I think my problem is this is maybe it doesn't matter. I don't know that they have anything to add yet. And I'm sure they do, and I trust that they do from how great they've done what they've done. Yeah. But so far it's like, um, that's a bad metaphor. I was going to use a law review metaphor. It's not going to work. Uh, so far, it's like somebody, ah, this will be my comparison. Sharon Jones. Sharon Jones sounds like a lot of old classic soul. Yeah. But Sharon Jones is a unique voice with some unique songwriting with a unique perspective that hadn't quite been done in the same way before. Yeah. And to me, that's why she rises above. Yeah. I don't think they're there yet i think right now they're creating an old school sound and and they're really have got it and i don't know how much more they're adding and that's the question i have about them going forward so for now you're gonna stream i'm gonna stream all right
Is that is that the question? Yes. <laughs> Eduardo? Um yeah, stream, stream for sure. And and use many of these songs in your mixes because they all sound so yeah. good. So uh I'm actually gonna buy. And, and I'll tell you Oh why. my goodness. I'll, I'll tell you why. Uh I admire somebody who can fully execute on on a certain type of sound. This is very specific. This is very uh targeted. This is very yeah, whether or not you know, you, you can read their PR pitch and say, you know, we were just discovering this bullshit. You guys knew, uh, and I'm speaking to the band right now. <laughs> uh, you guys knew exactly what you were getting into, and you fucking nailed it. So uh, do better by these guys. Uh, no, no, but 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 I think I think you're I think you're totally right in the sense that like they nailed the thing that they were going for. Yes, yeah. Like yes. I think I think and that and that's why it's a buy because right. because here, here's where this now I will say. This does not occupy a. I'm going to spin this over and over and over. Not going to be in your top ten just yet. That's not going to be my top ten. Period. I'm gonna I'm gonna spin this a bit. But I'm, but, I'm but sure what's going to happen is like I'm going to put it on as I have done past few weeks, and I'll be like it's Sunday morning. <laughs> my head might be a little yeah. like throbbing. Related and, to your uh, earlier little, comment, little, are you getting busy on Sunday morning? Is that what you're saying? I mean, no. Oh. I mean, uh, I mean sometimes, sure. <laughs> Stoplight getting personal. <laughs> yeah. personal. Mom jokes are about to fly. Uh, uh, and no, but but uh, this is you. You put it on, and uh, I can speak from experience. Like it fills the house on a Sunday morning with yeah. a, with a yeah. good vibe, that. And, and that is why. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm like yeah. Like, I, I am with you on your points. I don't want to sour, but why not just put on the Leuven Brothers, man? They're in the mix. All right. Also, why, also, why just stick to the Leuven Brothers? Yeah, also sometimes, like, a modern touch is nice. Yeah. And and sometimes people hear... I, I don't disagree with that. Uh, I think I'm lost on the where this is modern. Now, I think now, that's now, my... Before, that's before we get out of this, I, I do want to say... Because we're, I don't we mean are, to ruin your... We, we are going to move on to the end of this podcast, but before we get out, I do want to say this is actually analogous, uh, in my mind, to the rise of the Civil Wars. Uh, mm-hmm. That that man. And they had a very <laughs> unique chemistry. They did not sound this good uh, at nope. all. But Nope, nope, nope. nope. But... <laughs> We've been doing this five years. This will come out the day before the site is five years old. You can look it oh, up wow. in Who Is. Wow. So, uh, and so we know of this shit because Civil Wars is actually one of the first ones uh, that we covered, and and uh, and I got this weird confirmation from Nate Yetten while I was uh, <laughs> taking a shit. <laughs> Oh <laughs> I was like, wow. oh, I'm my iPad. Uh, this, is, like, this is getting awful. No, it We're is. Yeah, we we might edit yeah, this, but 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 it was it was like, oh, whoa, you can do this. And then I immediately sent an email to Newport Folk Festival, and they're like, sure, come on up. I was like, what? What is this world that we are we have stepped into? Welcome to the world of tomorrow. Yeah, and so what? Yeah. So this is, for me, analogous to that. I expect them to sell out uh, 930 Club. They're not They're not playing in D.C. for yeah, a while, no, no, right? Whatever. Whatever. They, they will be in I the really, I really, Rock and Roll Hotel, and then they'll sell out. I really, yeah. I really do want to see these guys. Like, I really want to hear them live in the same way that I wanted to hear, like, Gillian watch David Rawlings, uh, like, on the Hell Among the Yearlings tour. Like, I, I, I want to hear... Them perform because okay. I think it's going to be great. Well, then I will make the pitch that how about they perform here? Sounds like you're photographing it. <laughs> click, <laughs> click, click, y'all. Cactus blossoms. There you go. Your dream beside me. Oh.
All right, so uh, there, there you go. There's uh, uh, Cactus Blossoms. Uh, you know, the, these albums come along once in a while. Again, Dylan's Choose Your Own Adventure. I think that's the theme of 2016. Mm-hmm. Choose Your Own Adventure, right? And I like that. I, I love those books when I was a kid. Um, this is our 150th episode sesquicentennial yes we got it right we we labeled it correctly rocky-esque um and you know i'll be honest it's it's early january we were digging upstairs we were trying to find a track we couldn't uh so so i'm gonna have to defer to uh the internet doing some work for us here uh recently there was uh i think called uh george fest uh for George Harrison, it's an all-star tribute concert to to the man, uh, a band that it apparently has contention here, although it doesn't because like I can edit all you motherfuckers out. <laughs> um, uh, where people get on stage and cover uh, some driveway wheelberries, handle with care. Uh, it should be noted that I'm actually going to uh, me and the lady are going to New York in early February. Rabbit Fur Coat is 10 years old. We're going to be at Beacon Theater to see that because as far as I'm concerned, that's the best album of 2000 to 2010. Uh, and uh, she also did Handle With Care. So, suck it, haters. <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, this is, uh, and you can find this on the internet as well. Uh, it's a little George Fest. Uh, who who all's in this? Britt Daniel, Weird Al, yeah, Weird Al, Brandon Flowers, Wayne Coyne, and I handle with care.
right, so uh, there is an uh, epic performance of one of the more classic songs in the not American canon, the world canon. Uh, our friend Eduardo is <laughs> lukewarm at best. Is is really outside on this. Sorry, friends. I I, I think I, you should start a hold on a podcast like unpopular opinions with Eduardo. Well, well. Uh, well, wait. To his defense, he's not the only person who appeared on a previous episode no. of this podcast no, who no. said they did not like the traveling wilburys. No, no. I I don't actively hate them. <laughs> so I rest my. <laughs> did you or did you not just cry in that song? That was that was that was pretty fucking good. And and then I I I love I love individually every single member of the traveling wilburys. Mm-hmm. It's just that the that the composite has never landed with me. So okay, um, that's a pretty awesome rendition of that song, though. It was nice. Yeah, it was very hootenanny ish. Very true to the spirit, I think. All right. So for real, we are now out this week. We have bugged you twice. We'll bug you twice next week. Um, thank you guys for coming down. Glad we made it. This is an exercise and. In production. Uh, I think next week, uh, shit, what do we got? We got Besnard Lakes. We got, I think, some Benji Hughes. Fuck, that album is. Mm. I cannot wait to talk about that. But uh, yeah, as always, uh, be good to your ears, be better to your people. We will see you in a few short days. Kenobi! <laughs> 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 <laughs>